Welcome to the Baby Wants Its Bottle Poetry Inc. podcast, a creative project by Martin Anton Smith, New Zealand-based creative. In this episode, I read two of my latest poems, Somewhere's Nowhere and Sugarloaf Cat. I wrote these two poems very quickly and off the cuff in about 30 minutes apiece. This is mostly how I write for short poems. I guess the ideas come from my unconscious mind, which resides somewhere I can't yet begin to describe. While writing these poems, I was at home and in an contemplative mood. This mood was a little different from usual, as my brain had been juiced. Juiced? No, not on drugs, you fool. My brain was juiced from following the incredible, interesting events coming out of the Middle East. Namely, the fall of Afghanistan to the Taliban. I don't want to talk about this here, as the poems I have written are not about that story at all. I would also rather be partially uplifting in tone for this awesome episode. Yes, that's a lot of hubris, isn't it, to say that? Never mind. I will just say one thing. On the themes that Afghanistan now forces us to acknowledge, I can only pray that good people somehow, someday, are rewarded, and that those creating pain have their powers diminished by higher loving forces. Now let me talk about the poems. For Somewhere's Nowhere, I started writing this with not any ideas at all. And I had a blank page, and I just wrote the first line. The rest flowed. When I wrote that first line, which was originally On the Road to Nowhere, which I replaced to Noahsville later, I couldn't help but think of the great Talking Heads song from long ago. I guess that poem has some similarities to that song. It's really about the meaning of life and someone leaving with uh, towards something they believe is better. Of course, the character of the change can represent a psychological state rather than the physical location. The protagonist in this poem also talks of someone else, or maybe just their own alter ego. This is that who is staying behind with what they know is best, imperfect as it may seem. I think this is a slice of reality. When you leave somewhere and you are going somewhere else, but there is always going to be a ghost of that place residing deep inside yourself. Try as you might, you cannot forget the past entirely. I think everyone eventually learns this fact. You must one day reconcile the past, and you must realize to bury your past will create a growing hornet's nest of much psychological pain. I guess that somewhere, I guess that the somewhere in this poem is not just anywhere, but is a place that has defined the protagonist in some way at some stage of their life. Maybe a hometown, for example. There is conflict between the ego that is staying and the ego that is going. The ego leaving arrogantly assumes they are growing wings and that the ego 
that his staying will be far worse off than them. Of course, this poem is decidingly one-sided, and the ego staying is left hung out to dry by the adventurous jet-setter off to conquer the world. In this poem, their voice of the, the voice of those left behind is not yet heard. As I write that last line, I thought of the Afghani citizens and trapped foreigners in a desperate situation, and I wonder if this was the unconscious motivation for this poem. We must ask ourselves, why is it that most of the vulnerable people on this planet never have a voice, while the privileged voices have an entrenched system of amplification? This poem also reminds me of the old age, the age-old story of the young adult leaving home as per the post-industrial rite of passage. I guess it could be described as the modern-day exodus. Or maybe not anymore, but that's another story. This, in the secular-orientated industrial West, is always assumed to be a good thing, to flee rather than stay. However, our current times, filled with financial decay, pandemics, and civil unrest, now seem to be actively pouring water on this rite of passage or big OE. Of course, this poem is written to be generalized and thus can refer to anyone leaving someone or something they know or for what they see as a new start. I think these days we are having circumstances force us to rebalance our expectations in regards to materialism and carefree attitudes. These are the myths that were, that were pushed on society by the media and the popular culture so heavily from the 1960s onwards. Those myths seem to be round, roundly being busted. You cannot just have fun all the time and then everything will be okay. I hate to use the term, but that is the definition of a pipe dream, is it not? The other poem, Sugar Low Cat, is a more intentionally positive poem written as a bit of a laugh. It's really just a diary of what my cat was doing around the yard yesterday. He's a bird hunter, and around our house there is many plants and trees which give him great cover to engage in guerrilla warfare tactics versus those little flying dinosaurs. For the record, the cat is called Squeaky, three years old. He's a tortoiseshell cat, and uh, perhaps I uh, write about him because I do not have children, and I am treating pets as my pseudo-children these days. Oh dear, how sad, never mind. I must admit, though, uh, those having cats instead of children will only make the Western civilization fall that much quicker and harder. In, close, in closing, I will also say that the term sugarloaf was inspired by my mother, who used this term many times during my childhood. I should also mention, if you go to the transcript link in the description, you can see my cartoon sketch that I drew specifically for this poem. 
Well, that's enough of the intro, and let's get into reading the two poems. I'll start with Somewhere's Nowhere and end with Sugar Low Cat. Somewhere's Nowhere, poem by Martin Anton Smith, August 2021. Nowheresville, on the road to nowhere, where nothing ever happens and nothing ever will. You try to leave, you try to hide, but you belong nowhere, and that's where you'll reside. And when you die, you won't be free, you're stuck in nowhere, and that's where you'll be. Don't wait on me, for I cannot come. Somewhere's calling, so fiddle dee dee. Don't get me wrong, for I'll view, I'm fond. It's just nowhere somewhere where I can't belong. So brace yourself and hunker down. Nowhere's not fun and your time's not done. I'll let you know when your time's near, when nowhere transforms to something you can bear. Adios, farewell. Sayonara, my friend. My heart is with you. Till your bitter end. End of poem. The next poem is called Sugar Low Cat. Poem by Martin Anton Smith, August 2021. Because my cat was a sugar low, he leapt for birds flying low. He remains a sugar low, and the birds are flying high. Now he comes to me because he is still hungry. Yes, I am his full-back solution, so he's fed without a commotion. The birds did chirp and sigh, as they radioed in a flyby. Thank you for listening to the Baby Wants Its Bottle podcast, a creative project by Martin Anton Smith, a New Zealand-based creative. This podcast is available on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Published by Martin Anton Smith Creations Limited. All rights reserved. No commercial use or commercial public broadcast allowed without written permission. Non-commercial educational broadcast freely encouraged. Thank you for listening. I bid you farewell and I'll see you on the next podcast.